0: Time now for sports on one hundred four point seven. The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mike the intern, back in the studio on a Monday morning. So how was your weekend? Interesting. We
1: had a lot of things going on this weekend, but sure uh, did. it was uh, it was one that kept the uh, kept the old attention span in focus.
0: That's good. Uh, <laughs> I understand you went and saw the uh, latest Bond
1: film. I did. Uh, I I've got to admit to you, I was not terribly impressed. Really? You no, didn't like it? God, no. I thought it was so good. I'm not into all the shooting and carrying on and furthermore <laughs> it's, it's nothing but fantasy anyway but I will tell you this Remy Malek is nothing short of outstanding yeah. as an actor. He may be among the best actors in the business right now. His role as the uh, pro, uh, the antagonist in this thing was so absolut- like Grammy, huh? Well, he's, I don't know how many realize this He's a Missouri Valley Conference guy. He went to, he's Evansville. Really? Um, Evansville University School of Drama.
0: Uh Really? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I am a huge fan of the show Mr. Robot, which is kind of where he got started, and it's an unbelievable show. Uh, If you don't don't like James Bond, I'm not going to point you in that direction, because you'll probably be like, what in the hell is going on?
1: (laughs) But he, he himself, you know, Freddie Mercury, he was a great actor in that Academy Award winner and all this sort of thing. And this role, he played utterly perfect. Yeah, it was great. Did you? What
0: was it? Just it was too long. It was just no, the,
1: no. It's just the, the whole gist of it. It's all make believe, of course. And mm-hmm. you don't ride around at those speeds, and everybody gets shot in the hey, thing. Hey, that's James Bond. It, hell yeah, it happens like that. <laughs> well, let me ask you next
0: question. When are you gonna? Are when are you gonna sit down and watch Dune? Have you watched Dune yet? I've, no. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you want to talk about blowing Ned, Ned, Ned Ned's mind? I did watch Dune this weekend, and it is unbelievable. But I have read the book. I am a nerd and I have read it actually more than once. Um, and it was, it's so good. So if you haven't watched it yet, watch it and uh, hopefully they can make a sequel. See what I did there? I went, what, five minutes without talking about that game yesterday? I knew, I knew you were avoiding <laughs> it. <laughs> So we talked about how it was going to be a true test uh, against the uh, Tennessee Titans, and what uh, the Kansas City Chiefs proved to us was that uh, they are failing at every single level with the exception of Nick Bolton. I could not think of any other good thing about that game. And, uh, uh,
1: gay, really Gay had it.
0: Well, yeah, the interception Willie Gay had, but still that was, you know, it, it consistently throughout the game, Nick Bolton was everywhere.
1: He was. He's a dedicated player. Uh, I watch these games with the sound turned down. That's nothing against the broadcasters, Ian Eagles, who did the play by play yesterday. Fine broadcaster. But I want to make the judgments on my own. So, as I'm going halfway through this game, I think, hey, have I gone back into a time warp? This is the Chiefs of the 1980s I'm watching. They no, can't early get anything 2000s. Done. Uh, they, uh, they simply could not really get anything manufactured at all. And it was more the offense than it was the defense. And I'll tell you what their defensive scheme was. You knew it last week. You knew this is exactly what Spagnola was going to do. He stacked the defenses against Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was not going to beat the Chiefs. So they, st- they held him to under 100 yards. <laughs> but you know what that did? Left one-on-one coverage in the backs. And the Chiefs defensive backfield cannot cover one-on-one. They are getting toasted, and certainly, Channey Hill did a great job of that. He picked him apart all throughout the game, and I was just not impressed at all with Kansas City's attack. They need some help. I
0: immediately turned on cartoons, and that's all we watched the rest of the day until we got to horror movie time. But I just, I, I can't even, I, I, you know, you, you want to blame things, and but it when it's when it's a full picture like that. Yesterday, at this point in the season now, we can't say it's
1: early or we should have or that was a blown call. This is bad, bad, bad. We're bad. almost now, we're not literally, but almost at the halfway point of the season. Now, next week, they have the New York Giants coming in. It's a Monday night game, and the Giants really are not a very good football team. They're not. Terrible. This is the NFL. Nobody's terrible. But they're a team that the Chiefs should be able to beat. Even at a mediocre level, the Chiefs should be able to beat them, but... The improvements are going to have to be made on the offensive line, which is hardly giving Mahomes any protection at all. He's just like in the Super Bowl. He's running back and forth. He got creamed a couple of times. Now the, the blow to the head that he had well, it was a freak thing. That, that can happen in any kind of athletic competition. But he's hurried. He's trying to rush his throws. We saw that on a number of occasions.
0: Doesn't uh, look
1: comfortable. He, he isn't. He isn't. He's not smooth. He's not comfortable at all. And the defense... They just need help. Which again, Mike, we talked about this when they when they signed Josh Gordon. I haven't even seen Josh Gordon. Is he even there anymore? He, they had one he's
0: had one cat I mean, I, I haven't seen him play, I haven't seen him run a route. I mean I I just they're the, the Brown signings not coming to fruition, putting Jones on the outside's not coming to fruition. There's so many things that I think they were letting I, I don't know it's like they came to it's like they're AC-DC and they make really good
1: records. they got a formula They come back trying to sound like Journey. It's Big like, what are you Orlando, doing? They followed him on isolation, trying to block. He's getting beaten by everybody. And certainly yesterday, the defensive end who was coming in, who he was supposed to block, was going right around him. And Brown could not make the adjustments to keep him off. And boy, there's Mahomes under pressure every single time. No, that just was not a good performance. And I just heard your little promo for uh, touchdowns for charity by the Chiefs. Zero. Zero yesterday. Zero.
0: The first time that's happened since we started that, which was obviously embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, and then I saw a, kind of a replay of Derrick Henley running running down a hole, and Chris Jones just kind of throws his arms out, and he runs right <laughs> by him. And I'm like... You can't do that. What are we... You guys just... I. It, uh, you know, I'll say it again, red and gold till I'm gray and old and that's the way it's always going to be, they're my favorite team in the world, but you know what, it, at a certain point when you see players do this, it's going back to like early 2000s when I said it, I would go to one game a year and I'd be like, why would I do any more for a team that's not going to do enough for themselves? I that's am, exactly
1: how I feel I right. am gray and old. Yeah. And I'm about to... Oh, I don't know what rhymes with green and white, so you'll have to figure that yeah. out on your own. My green and white ain't worth the damn either. <laughs> <laughs> so this, it, it really is a very disappointing with the way they have played and, and the alleged improvements that they've made in the team. Get some defensive people in there, people who can get something done. This is a game of speed. And guys like Chris Jones and Orlando Brown and people like that do not show the quickness that is really required in this game. Now, having said all that, they could come back. Kansas City is not a bad ball club at all. They're not playing very well. They need to come back against the New York Giants next Monday night. But after that, heck, they've got the Packers coming in. Packers are a pretty good team. They got the Dallas Cowboys, Raiders Spurs, twice, Steelers, Raiders, more with the Chargers coming up. Denver Broncos twice. Denver's beatable, but and the Bengals and the incredible. Cincinnati Bengals, who are the biggest one of the biggest surprises in the NFL this year. Look what they did to Baltimore. I mean, yesterday. dude,
0: made them look like like may look like us. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's realistic, and that's just the way it is. It sucks, but I mean, it's just like you know, I, I, it, it, when Joe came in a couple weeks ago, and he's like, "You ready to pull the switch?" And I go, "You know what, dude? I'm, I'm an, a new dad again. I got a one year old, and thank God he came around this time because I don't have the mental real estate to get that upset about it. But I'm still really pissed off about
1: it. Well, we'll see what happens. I do think they'll get better. I think they'll play whether or not they can get in the playoffs. Hey, I had him pick this year for twelve and five. And they are one loss away from equaling that, and we're not at the halfway point yet. So we'll see what happens, but Kansas City does have some good players on their team. They just have to get things reestablished and revitalized to what they're going to do, and right now they're not showing that.
0: If they want to get to the playoffs, they got to win out. It's Monday, trying to wash this taste out of my (laughs) mouth after a 27-3 loss against the Tennessee Titans, who have been very good this year but you know what going into that game they were banged up and it just looked like I, I don't even I, it looked like most of the Kansas City Chiefs were stuck in traffic and they just had to throw whoever they could in
1: those jerseys because th- those were not the guys who won a Super Bowl two years ago they are not and they are not playing with the rhythm of a Super Bowl or former Super Bowl champion and a team that was in the Super Bowl last year they're not playing with that same kind of confidence and swagger I think is the current term that people like to use. i tell you what had me confident for the Chiefs about this game was the fact that Tennessee's defensive backfield is in shambles. They played great yesterday. One of the reasons they played great was because of the pressure on Mahomes. I mean, he couldn't couldn't get comfortable to save his soul back there, and that's where the Chiefs are going to have to do some revitalizing of their attack and their blocking schemes because it's not working right
0: now. Nobody's getting a day off there because, like I said last hour, they've got to win out... If they want to go to
1: the playoffs, where are they at right now in the AFC West? Well, they're last place. They're 3-4 uh, and four in, the, in in conference. Well, 3-4 and four overall. But uh, in conference play, they're trailing both the Chargers and the Raiders. Raiders won yesterday 33-22 over the green and white, the sainted green and white, which isn't so sainted anymore. But be that as it may, uh, they're, the, they being the Chiefs are behind. Now, they're not. it's not a situation where it's uncatchable. They're not that far behind. And they still have two of the Raiders One more with the Chargers, two with the Broncos still to play. So there is time to catch up and get back into the scheme of things in the West, but they're going to have to play a whole lot better from what they are now.
0: I don't know. Hopefully the extra day of rest will give them some kind of... I don't know if they need to go on a yoga retreat... If we need to figure out where Joe Boo's hiding and send it up to uh, Arrowhead, I don't know what we need to do.
1: tell you what one of it is, Mike, in my opinion. This offensive line where the struggle is going on right now was all brought in with the big hype, and we've talked about the hype time and time again. We only hear one side of it down here. Anyway, all this hype and how good they are, but they are all new to the whole scheme of things. They don't have that Chiefs philosophy that, uh, guys like uh, Laurent Duvarn, HRD, and people of that caliber used to have. Even uh, even the kid who played yesterday, Eric Fisher, a uh, former chief. But the fact is that that knowledge and that feeling of what a team is looking for may not exist with this front line. It better hurry up and get existent, but at the moment it's not, and it's playing that way.
0: I don't know how to get him to go on a yoga retreat. We need to figure <laughs> that out. So... Um... Missouri State Bears, they didn't
1: fare very well either over the weekend. Well, did they? they did and they didn't. Uh, and I'm sure I share the same mental aspect as Bobby Petrino does. I am not and never will be a believer in moral victories. So if somebody says, hey, we played them close. No, you didn't. You lost. You still lost, yeah. You win or you lose, period, exclamation point. Now, the Bears had a chance to win this game. They were up 20-13 to 13 in the fourth period and let it get away let it get away for, in my opinion, one reason. Not that they aren't any good, but North Dakota State knew what it took to win a game. They've been there. They're the eight-time national champions. They were undefeated this year, number three, and still are. Scored two touchdowns in the fourth period and shut down the Bears' attack. The Bears were dicing them, slicing and dicing them through the air. My goodness sake, Jason Shelley had a big game early on. But down the stretch when it counted... They could not come through, and that's the difference between knowing how to win and parlaying it onto the field. That's what North Dakota State did. They're not any better than the Bears. Bears have a good football team. If they have to adjust their mental capabilities, they think they will, 27-20 uh, to 20 was the final score. North Dakota State won it. So that does hurt the Bears a little bit in the playoff perspective. Now keep in mind, in the FCS or Division One AA playoffs, there are 24 teams. And certainly the Bears are among the top 24, but they do have to qualify. Play North Dakota down here this Saturday. North Dakota's no slouch. That's the team that knocked the Bears out of the playoffs last spring. Maybe not as good as they had been, and the Bears are much better than they had been. I really look for a much better performance, but you still have Southern Illinois, which is on there. You have Northern Iowa, which knocked off South Dakota State over the weekend. These are all tough hombres, and you've got to be at your top point in football with every single one of those games.
0: I think they'll do okay. I think they're doing okay, and hey, like I said, and like I say with anyone, even the Chiefs. Give me a season to watch. Give me a season to root for. And that's all I could ever ask for. And even though they lost, and yes, moral victories don't exist, at the same time, give them something to root for. That's what we call it. And that's a little bit better. Did you feel a little bit better. I mean, it sucks. That that loss sucks. But at the same time, you feel, hey, at least they gave them a
1: game. They and a game. they can play. Yeah, and they it's can play. It's a good team that and challenge has anyone. a chance yeah. every
0: time out. Yeah, and that's, and that's what, at least what you want other than a team that played in Tennessee yesterday. Um. So, ten o'clock this morning, the St. Louis Cardinals are going to have a little bit of a press conference. So, y'all know what's coming—the announcement of a new manager. Uh, I saw two names getting floated around yesterday on the forums. You think it's who? I
1: think it's Oliver Marmol, who will be, who was their bench coach uh, this year, and is kind of a players' manager, like Mike Schilt was. He was Schilt's bench boss this year, the bench coach, and the bench coach is really your associate manager on the field. Who is Oliver Marmall? Well, he, he played minor league baseball in the Cardinals system, did not play down here, and did not coach down here. He was he's went to college at College of Charleston down in South Carolina, a good enough player to get drafted but not good enough to make it, got cut by the Cardinals in 2010, I think it was, and then uh, joined them as a coach in 2012, and he's been to all the outposts, Johnson City and Quad Cities and Palm Beach. As a matter of fact, he had a pretty good team uh, coaching down at Palm Beach. Has never been in Springfield in terms of his baseball capacity. And now he may have set foot down here, but we don't know him as a Springfield Cardinal. But it looks like Oliver Marmol will probably get the job. He's only 35 years old. He's a kid. In fact, some of the Cardinals will be older than he is. Mm-hmm. But he is a baseball guy. He's a fellow who has pretty good baseball acumen about him. The Cardinals would not have promoted him in the system, but they also promoted Schilt in the system. Something happened that we're probably not privy to know, but this is not, in my opinion, a baseball-oriented situation in terms of strategy. I think it's a a big personal difference that he ego. had with somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ego. it's ego. ego. It's ego. It always is. And
0: it's unfortunate because it's a damn sport and you got to let that stuff go. But some people just can't. But like I said, when this happened uh, with Schilt, this better be the higher
1: or we know the problem. I will not debate that at all. This has got to be This better this be, this be, the be the one. This is when the Cardinals, who are expected to by all of Cardinals Nation, and folks, it isn't, it's not kind of like the Chiefs in a way because it's much more expansive because of the history of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals dating back to the late 1800s. They were the westernmost team in all of baseball. Their fan base is huge. The fan base expects to win. Yeah, and especially with the tools they have,
0: again, if this isn't the hire, the Witt family needs to get involved at this point because we know the problem. Ned, Have a wonderful Monday and don't watch anything football related because that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'll see you tomorrow.